Welcome to Speak of the Devils. I'm your host, Caleb Bernard. We talk about everything Manchester United. It has been a little bit of time since we've dropped our last episode. Uh, you know, I national break hit, and then I took a little break over the holidays, but we are back. Manchester United is back to playing games. So let's, get, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. They are currently ninth in the Premier League. Liverpool is currently first, Man City second, Arsenal third, Tottenham fourth, Aston Villa is fifth, West Ham, Newcastle, Brighton, and then Manchester United ninth. We are one point above Chelsea. The current standings, we are tied with Brighton and Newcastle. West Ham has three points over us, and then Aston Villa has dang, 11 points over us, so... They are in a European champions, uh, championship spot. So, or Europa League. Manchester United, it has been a very rough, rough time to be a fan of this team. Champions League, we are out. Out. Like, gone. We are not going to Europe anymore. We're only playing in America. We're only playing in England. We're only playing in England. No more vacations, no nothing. So let's let's review from the last episode. I think we talked about the Galatasaray game where they where they crumbled. So let's start. Cause I I I think I was right, or it might have been we might have been talking about the Bournemouth game because Bournemouth won. They beat Chelsea and they lost to Newcastle, so more points dropped. Bayern Munich beat United one 0 in a tough game where they win they might have been in but no no just let it happen man manchester united also lost or tied against liverpool in december 27 uh, no december 17th lost to west ham two days before christmas beat aston villa after christmas lost it on them forest five days after christmas then the new year hit they beat wigan athletic in the third round fa cup Tied Tottenham, uh, then beat Newport 4-2 in the FA Cup. Then we get to today, where the probably by the time this will be out, they have will already have played Wolves. The scoreline probably will be like 2-1 Wolves. Uh, you know, I I don't have many op- I don't have much optimism for this team because this team still lacks the normal functions of a soccer team. It is it lacks the normal functions of a team itself. And you can you can see this, right? It's not it's not a secret. It's not a secret. I got the stats pulled up. Our top goal scorer it's not Rashford. It's not Hoyland. It's not Anthony Martial. It's not even Fernandez. It's Scott McTominay with five goals. This man has played 18 games, has five goals. He is our top goal scorer in the Premier League. Our top. Marcus Rashford has four. So goal scoring is an issue, right? Goal scoring has become a big issue. You can't win games if you don't score goals. And yet, here we are, where our midfielder, our holding midfielder, he's not even... He shows up for Scotland. He wins games for Scotland. 
but he's a CDM. Or, uh, he might be converted to a CM, but he's not a cam. He's not a cam. So to see this man scoring the goals and winning games for Manchester, crazy. He's stepping up. But let's continue. So lack of goals. That's that's a big concern. I'm, I'm you know I have a note. Lack of goals. But hey, if your team can hold hold down defensively and win one nil games or you know eke out or when you need the goal the most, it's you know it's okay. It's acceptable if you don't score a goal every game. I get every game you're not going to score a goal. But for your top goal scorer to be the season, we had 22 games in this season so far. Five goals from our top goal scorer. That is, that's not normal. That's not good. That's not, that's not regular. That's not a, that's not the norm. Let's look at the top teams we're supposed to be playing against. Let's look at Liverpool stats. Liverpool stats. Let's see. Mohamed Salah, 14 goals. Diego, 8 goals. Darwin Nunez is on 7. That's Those three are higher than our top scorer. Right there. Three. Three players just off the, off the top. And I'm looking at the stats. Let's look at City. Let's look at Man City who we're supposed to be competing against. Chester City. What, how many goals? How many goals do you think Holland's on right now? Holland, one of the best players in the world. How many goals do you think this man's on? Because this is who we're supposed to be competing against. Right? With the money spent, I keep going back to it. It's because you know what? When you when you make an investment, because that's what these players are, investment. Inve oh, they're all investments. When you sit here and watch these players play, you buy these players and they have they have to perform a function to make the team successful. You buy a goalkeeper, he's supposed to keep the balls off the net. This goalkeeper that we have bought has been suspect at best. He shows up, he either he can game our defense still doesn't look good. So people are blaming him now. But we watch him, right? We buy we buy a new center back. He's always injured. So our center back situation is <laughs> Phil Jones and Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire seems to be having a resurgence. We got a right back, or no, a left back, Rylan. He's gonna give Shaw a run for his money. Shaw, who gets a bit complacent that time, he shows up for English. But now we have a bit of a situation where him and Regulon are competing for that left spot. We got him, he showed a bit of promise, then we sent him away. Okay. Our right back is injured. Our right back is always injured. So it's either Dalo or Wambasaka. And Wambasaka can play offense, but he can make a tackle. Then we have Diego or Dalo, who I've watched play, and he doesn't. He doesn't look. He's just average in both. He doesn't look like he knows what he's doing or what the system that we're in. He's just average. He wouldn't make a. He, I don't think he'd make. I don't think he plays for City or Liverpool. I don't know who he plays for. I don't think he plays for Tottenham. But we we digress. We digress. Erling Holling has 14 goals. 
Julian Alvarez has eight. Bernardo or Bernardo no Bernardo Silva has six. Phil Foden has five. Rodri has five. Those are the top five goal scorers of Manchester City, and they all have even more of the same amount of goals as Manchester United's top goal scorer, Scott McTominay. Who's become the title of most most of my episodes now because he's the only thing to talk about. Scott McTominay is single-handedly dragging this team out of the relegation zone. Every time. He seems to... I, it's unreal. It is unreal. These are teams we're supposed to be competing against, by the way. I'm not... It's not like I'm comparing apples to oranges. These are... With our pay bill, these are the teams we're supposed to be competing against potentially vying for championships or European spots against. No. No, 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 no. No. It is a dire situation. It's it is so bad. It has gotten so terrible where we're getting bantered by other by teams that aren't even in the first division. We went to Newport, got bantered, and we deserve it. We're sorry. We are bad. We are atrocious to watch. It is a miracle that we're not in the lower half of the table. We are in ninth. It's gotten so bad that... I, <laughs> it's just, what do you root for? What do you... When you have a wage bill that is the highest in the league, or second highest, I forget what the numbers are now, and you are ninth, what do you do? You have to get rid of the you have to get rid of the dead weight. I'm so tired of some of these players. We have signed so people for so much money. And to see them Jaden Sancho went back to uh Dortmund. He scored a goal in his debut. Talk about that. Police Drew, who we signed, uh is supposed to develop. He's on loan now. Rashford was out partying the other night. We everyone caught him. The news caught him, right? Ten Hag says Rashford breaking that same rule that Sancho break is different, or broke is different. Really? This man has four goals. He doesn't in twenty games. He hasn't really done much. I mean, what do you want me to say? There's players on other teams that are actively outscoring this man with like with a ridiculous amount of games. Or players you wouldn't think. Out of position players, players who are not intended to score goals like defenders, are outscoring this man. And even like just, you can't even defend it. You can't even talk about it. It's so bad. That we we're making rules for Jaden Sancho and then making different rules for for Rashford. And that's how fractured this locker room is. That's how fra <laughs> it's just it's so bad. It is it's cartoonishly bad to the point it it's just a train wreck to watch. And this is why I took a break from making these episodes. This national break was like was like a holiday for me and I wanted to extend that holiday from talking about this team it is it's gotten terrible 
it's just it's been so it, it's lackluster no one's performing no one the fact that you don't have a single person breaking five goals from 22 games this season that is championship behavior that is that is second tier behavior that is not that's you'd expect that from burnley or everton you would not expect this from manchester united you couldn't that it is so bad and when you hear these stories i'm hearing these stories about manchester united like i've said it multiple times manchester united the everything's outdated the the cook is outdated the uh the physical stuff the gym is outdated everything's outdated so I, but there is a there is a savior there is a there is a redeeming thought right this gave me hope this made this made me want to read an episode Manchester United sells 25% ownership stake to Jim Ratcliffe. This gave the owners, the Glazers, it still makes them control the club. Or gives them the control of the club. But it gives the responsibilities to the partner. Now this partner is a British man. And I feel he might understand how to handle this team just a little bit better than the Glazers. I I don't know. So, he... He was born in Manchester. He was a lifelong supporter of the club. And he he's coming to power. Now, this is number one, right? This is the domino we needed to fall. Ownership. Because the Glazers know how to spend money, but they don't know how to spend money right. There's a difference. When you know how to, sp you know how to buy a BMW, but you don't know how to fix your plumbing. There's a difference between spending that kind of money, between sending that kind of cheddar. But this man knows what, what the game is, what the club means to the city, what the club means to people around the world. He knows. He's a lifelong fan. So, that's step one. The owners, the, the owners who seem to be pumping money out of the club instead of investing it into the club have now figured out they can offload the responsibilities, still... Still do whatever they want. I don't care. I don't like them. But they, they've made the right decision here. And I'll give them the credit for that. So, Jim Ratcliffe. He he knows what he wants to do. He... I, he, I mean, in his interview, he seemed like he wanted to bring Manchester United up to top. Which is... I'm sure everyone says this, but he's a he's a lifelong fan. I don't think he'd want. I don't think he's a bad man. I don't think he wants to just pump money, pump funds out of the club. I don't think he wants to screw up Manchester United. I don't think he's. I just believe that this man wants to do good for the club. 
And I, I also want to give this man some time, right? I, I feel like we are too responsive of coaches, players, blah, blah, blah. We need to let them cook. We need to let them simmer and see what they can do, right? And I, I've been especially critical of players that have just come. Uh, but I've also given people their time. Hoy- Hoyland, for example. So I am waiting. And I am hoping that this man has an idea in mind on how to turn this club around. And I, you know what? I might help him. I might help him. I have, I have plenty of one. Get rid of the dead weight. Anyone of value. Anyone. Because th- there are so many high wages that you're hemorrhaging money. It's not even that you're you're hemorrhaging at a rate so un- unseen. At a rate so bad that you you will be broke by the end of the decade if you run this club the way they are running it right now. You are hemorrhaging money. Hemorrhaging. We have three goalkeepers. Onana, Heaton, and uh, Bayandir. Make a decision. Is Onana the one you want to take in the future? I don't know. He looks good, and then silliness arises. He looks nervous. I don't think I, the lights might be too bright for him. This whole drama with the African Cup of Nations, I don't know. But if we need to get him gone, get him gone. Your defensive core is aging. Linda Hoff's 29. Maguire's 30. Rafael Varane's 30. Luke Shaw's 28. He's been in the club forever. Johnny Evans is 36. I don't even know how he's playing football still. I mean, keep Lisandro Sanchez or Lisandro Martinez, but anybody over 29, 28, get them gone. Get something of value for them before they just leave. With and all this investment that you have put in, all the time that you have wasted, all the time you have spent, just to win like a FA Cup and a, I mean, <laughs> just maybe a Carabao Cup. It, don't. Don't. Just get your money back. Keep the receipts. Keep the refunds. Get your refund. And get your money back. Because these investments have failed miserably. Midfield. Right? Fernandez is 29. He's been at the club for a while now. He, I'm sure he has some value somewhere, but not here. So, get rid of him. Mason Mount, I don't know what he does. I don't know why we bought him. It's like buying a shiny new hood ornament for your car and the engine being messed up. You don't, it's just, it was so, such a nothing move. It was such a stupid waste of money. It was such a useless use of funds that I I can't even, I can't even fathom. I can't even fathom what they wanted to do. They just did it because they felt like it. They just went, and they're like, oh, this stuff's for sale. They didn't even realize what they were going to do with it. They saw Chelsea had a fire sale. They knew it. And they got one player who's who's British. They see what he's, he can do in England. He's not performing for Chelsea. He's not performing for him. It's just not either. 
He's not. He's just there because Sancho is messing about. And Mr. Beyblade Anthony, I'm so sick of him. I never seen. I'm. Uh, what does Mason Mount do? I don't know what he does. He's make. He's made eight appearances. He's got three shots on goal, and we paid. I'm sure we paid a hell. Remember the amount we spent, but I know it's ridiculous. What let's play guessing? How much money did we spend on Mason Mount? Sixty-four million for three shots on goal. We are, I'm telling, and these, and people are okaying this. People are saying, yes, you know what? We should target Mason Mount. It's a fire sale going on in Chelsea. He's British. I know we're going to have to be a little bit higher, but hey, let's go get him. What, what plan do we have for this man? Three shots. Like a college student on a Saturday night, three shots and that's it. 64 mil. Let it simmer. 64 million for three shots on goal. And th this has been the Michael chasm of Manchester United the past decade. Just complete and utter incompetence in the transfer window, tr developing, e just the physios, everything. Players are always hurt. We, you know what? No, no. Let's start from the top. We buy a player that looks good from mm, the, the Eredivisie or the German league or the Spanish league or the Italian league or whatever league we can buy a player from the Iceland second division, whatever we want. And they could look amazing. They could look a thousand bucks. Do they function in this club? No, but we always go, ah, we'll figure it out. We're Manchester United. Well, we bring them in. They're underperforming They're What are we going to do? What do we mean? They're underperforming. Do we change the system? This player obviously didn't fit the system. No! They didn't fit the system. Said this multiple times. Half these players don't fit this system. We wonder why Jaden Sancho didn't work out. He didn't fit the system. We're playing, we're playing some, <laughs> some football where we fluctuate whatever the team, right? Match the team. If it's Chelsea, we're probably going to be playing counter, or no, City, we're playing counter attack. We're not going to be maintaining the pressure. And that's fine, right? That's fine. That's not the football I want to play. But hey, whatever gets us the success, I don't care if we park the bus, one counter attack, Jose Mourinho, boom, we're in. But we are sitting here. We get players that do not fit our our DNA. Just don't fit. Not saying they're bad. They're talented players. They don't fit. And this is happening for time. We had Jose Mourinho as our manager. We bought two of the slowest strikers in the world in Lukaku and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And expected it to work. That man, Jose Mourinho, he lost half his head of hair trying to make this team work. And he got second place and he got booted. We just buy players. We don't, we, we don't see it. We just buy. Hoyland, who's, who's grown on me, let's not forget, he played like 10 games in the Serie A. We paid 64 million with like 18 in add-ons. 
and and what do we see in Hoyland, right? Because they said, oh, he has the intangibles, blah blah. He he has what do you you know what you want from a striker? Okay, all right. Let's look at these stats. Let's look at these stats right now. Atlanta. Thirty-two goals, or no, thirty-two matches, nine goals. All right. He's 20 years old. I mean, he's scoring in a defensive league. I guess I'll drink the Kool-Aid with you, but it's not not exactly a sign of a sign of confidence that the man didn't break double digits within 30 games. I guess I, guess I, gr- I understand he's 20, but I, I'd prefer not just if you think he's a striker of the future. Good, good for, good for you. I I don't know. I just. I'm just sitting here, I'm watching, right? And I, I root for him, I really do. He gets in position, it just it doesn't happen. I don't know. I watch him. How he moves. He has he has those intangibles like Holland. It's just that he's like he hasn't it hasn't clicked yet. And maybe another year another year wouldn't hurt. It's just it's whatever. It's whatever. So, but yeah, we buy these players. They don't fit into our system. They don't. Or, you know, we we develop them backwards. We just undevelop them. Whatever it is. We cannot get these players to play at the highest level, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it takes. Harry Maguire. Uh, Just Harry Maguire doesn't play nearly at the level he played at Leicester. It's been such a farce that Anthony Martial, this man had the balls to put a Ballon d'Or term in his contract. That if he won a Ballon d'Or, he gets, Monaco gets more money. No. No, 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 no. He hasn't performed as well either. He just, I don't, I just don't know. This team is such a hodgepodge of, like, old players. Unperforming people in their prime. That it's sad to look at. I'm even turning on Rashford. He's 26. Maybe sell the Real Madrid. Maybe they'll take him. Just anything of value. Because this wage bill is ridiculous. They need to download Rocket Money or something. Because they need to cut these costs immediately. Immediately. Let's look. Let's entertain ourselves. Let's let's just take a gander at at what, what United are paying in terms of the whole EPL, right? They are currently second. Currently second. They have the highest paid forwards in the league, right? Highest paid forwards in the league. Their forwards have non-existent. Their highest scoring forward is Rashford with four goals out of 20-something games. If you... I uh, 
when you look at the 40, they're spending 48 million on forwards, by the way. And when you look at this, I have never seen such a sick misplacement of money in my life. It is so embarrassingly bad. Your top goal scorer from the forward core has five goals. Or no, four goals. In total, I don't even I don't say how how many goals in total these guys have. I don't. I generally I'm looking right now, I don't even think they break they they have t- ten in total. They have ten goals in the English Premier League. Ten goals in total for forty eight mil. It is so bad. They get more money than the midfielders. Forty eight mil for ten goals. Let's keep moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's talk about midfield, right? You can't win games without a good midfield. 58 mil. Your captain cries and complains almost every turn. Erickson looks like your most productive player. He's 31. Casemiro's always hurt. He's supposed to be the best center center defensive mid he he's he's always hurt Scott McTominay is the goal the top goal scorer of your team let's keep it moving with the defenseman right let's go to the defenders Harry Wire let's not even say Rafael Varane because he he got hurt he got hurt I like him he's a good defender I'll keep him for a couple year or two he says he wants to go at the end of the season. I don't blame him. You just went from sunny Madrid in Spain to cold, miserable Manchester. Not even the good side of Manchester. Manchester United. Where your center back partner is Harry Maguire. You look around you and there's morons all around. You look around you and Rashford's over here doing drill dances to, to Lowski. Just just bopping and stuff you look in front of your midfield looks atrocious your captain complains at every turn you look to the right of you or no look to the left of you first you can see Luke Shaw or Lisandro Martinez on your left on your left flank running up and down the pitch for you you look closer to your left side you see Harry Blockhead McGuire who is your partner, who you're supposed to trust. And you look at the right side, and it's Diego Dallo. Unless it's Aaron Wambasaka, he's the only man I could trust, but he's always injured too. And then when when you compound all that, and you look behind, Andre Onana is your goalkeeper. With the mistakes he's made over the past two months. I oh, if I would have recorded a podcast when those mistakes happened, I'd be off the air. I'd be gone. Cause it is so bad. It is embarrassing bad. 
So yeah, with Raphael Varane looking around and being like, this club's so unserious. It is so bad. I went from sunny Real Madrid where they invest in the players, the facilities, the park. They made the they made the Santiago so good. The Bernabeu is so good. The fans are so passionate. And then you come to Manchester United. And see, the, you look around and I'll just they're just complete and utter incompetency in every part. The coach is incompetent. Ninth place. I could not believe it. And I and I have to, I'm literally convincing myself, talking to myself around, and saying, you know what? They're not really ninth. They're just tied for seventh. Still unacceptable. Because half these teams that are above you are paying less than you. The only one who's really performing their wage is City, your rivals, who's competing for a title right now. Who's five points away from a title against Liverpool? Who are your other biggest rivals? Who are spending $50 million less than you? Newcastle is spending $100 million less than you. It is, it's gotten terrible. It's like a teenager with a credit card. They just don't understand. They just think it's infinite money. They buy what they want. And then when, when it doesn't work out and they have to pay the consequences, bro. So tired of this. I'm just so, I'm so done with this team. I'm so not. 